Hi, I'm Kate Boyle, and welcome to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you health information from diet and lifestyle to movement and nutrition. My aim is to bring you bite-sized pieces of information that you can instigate into your everyday life to change your health. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Mind Movement Health Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Boyle, and this week, before we dive into the episode, I wanted to invite you to join my free, fully charged five-day challenge that kicks off on Monday, the 15th of May. If you are ready to make a change for your health, to build a very simple but easy workout routine that you can do every day and learn some simple tools that you can help reduce stress, improve your sleep, improve your diet and lifestyle, then come join me for the challenge. This is a fun five days where we explore our health, try a few new things, and everything is super simple. So there is no need to feel intimidated or afraid. So if you're ready to try some Pilates with me, then join our free challenge. I'll pop the link to join in the show notes, and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, so getting back to this week's episode, we are chatting about why we should add Pilates to our strength workouts. Now, you all know how much of an advocate I am about Pilates and adding it regularly into your routines and your strength routines because it really helps to build full body strength. And when it comes to strength, it's great to have nice looking arms, you know, when it's bikini season or, you know, summer, we want to get our arms out. It's all lovely to have these more superficial goals in that we want to look good, but inside we need to have deeper goals and we need to build full body strength for our mobility, for our stability, for our quality of life and our longevity. And without having that full body strength, then our quality of life is going to diminish. And this is why Pilates is so amazing because we can work on the full body. Everything is integrated, including our breath. So we know, or maybe you don't know, but a big part of Pilates is connecting to your breath, really utilizing your full inhales and exhales. And this is so beneficial because it drops us back into that parasympathetic state. So our rest and digest state where we are not producing as much, you know, stress hormones, our cortisol levels are lower, we're happy, we're relaxed. So this state is more beneficial for our health, helps to protect our immunity, helps to reduce the you know chances of disease and illness, and keeps us in that nice positive state, state of mind, but also that positive state in our body where we can just digest food more easily, we feel more relaxed, and we can really embrace happiness and joy. So why should we add Pilates into our strength training? Well, besides on being able to connect to our breath and strengthening our core. So if you haven't listened to, you know, why our core strength is so important, go back and to listen to that episode now, because I'll link it in the show notes. But Pilates is fantastic because we do so much work on our core and our core compromises of our pelvic floor, which is 
even more important for women because we know that as we age, our pelvic floor goes through many changes through perimenopause and menopause. As estrogen levels start to drop, this changes the tissue of our pelvic floor and also as collagen levels drop too. So making sure that we have a nice, strong pelvic floor is very important to help and prevent leakage and prolapse and really support our core. And on top of that, if you have had any children, even if you delivered by cesarean, we still know that the weight of that growing baby puts pressure on our pelvic floor. So it will also contribute to weakness of our pelvic floor. So even if you haven't had uh, kids, just going through those changes of perimenopause and menopause will affect our pelvic floor too. So including Pilates in our strength training and highlighting that connection to our pelvic floor is so important for, again, our everyday life and living because who wants to be using, you know, those terrible ads where they advertise those underwear liners that you can just put in and, and you know, don't worry about leakage because you'll have a liner. Well, no, we just want to make sure that our muscles are nice and strong so we don't have leakage in the first place and that's where Pilates comes in. Now, when it comes to strength training, there are a couple of different types of strength training in the sense that we can do higher reps and lighter weights. So that's more for our, you know, toning, you know, when everybody says you get that lovely lean looking body in Pilates is generally because we're doing a lighter load, but higher reps. You can also flip it around and do your strength training where you're doing higher loads, but lower amounts of reps. So you're really pushing that load for your body, really upping those kilos or that spring resistance. And because it's so strong, you're only able to do a lower amount of reps. So this is also beneficial for our body, especially if you're really trying to build strength in a shorter period of time, this is the way to work. And another benefit about Pilates is that we can do both. So I can work with clients, you know, in the studio where we're looking at trying to build up their strength through their knees and hips because they need to walk a long distance. If that's the case, then we're going to be doing a higher number of reps on a lower load. So we might use, for example, the TheraBand tied around the legs and we might be working the glutes, but I may give them, you know, 40 or 50 reps of an exercise or build on those reps with a few different exercises. So all up, they're working to 50 reps. I then may have another client, you know, who I have in mind who has had a stroke. And so therefore they're trying to really build up their leg strength uh, to be able to get back to walking again and build up that muscle strength. So we do a really high load on the reformer and we do a lower amount of reps that we're really building up that strength rather than endurance. So it depends on what you're working for, whether or not you're trying to train for, you know, it might be an event that's more of an endurance event. It may just be everyday life, whether or not you're recovering from an injury, you know, for the examples, whether you're recovering from stroke, or maybe you've had a hip replacement or a knee replacement. So it does depend on what you're working on. But the beauty of Pilates is we can tailor it to the body and we can either do that high load, low reps, or we can do low load, high reps. So another fantastic reason why adding in Pilates, it's so variable and you can change it to suit your needs. So that's why it's so fantastic to add it into your week. And even if you are, you know, working out at home and doing your Pilates at home, you can do the same thing. If you're doing your, you know, glute exercises, 
and you may be doing sort of 50 reps and you want to work harder, you can tie a TheraBand around your uh, legs or you can pop in a uh, leg weight onto your ankle and you can work harder and increase the resistance that way. So we can always add load. We can always increase resistance. And then on the flip side of that, we can always modify the exercises. So a lot of people will come in and they will start Pilates and they'll say, you know, I've got a lower back injury or a a hip injury, and this really affects what I can do in everyday life. But I also feel like it affects what I can do exercise wise, because, you know, I can't do a lunge and I can't do a squat because it gives me pain. So what can we do? And And this is where in Pilates, we can modify exercises to suit the body that you're working with. So whether or not that is, you know, using the reformer and adjusting the spring resistance and dropping it down, or you're working from home and you can do exercises seated rather than having to lie down on the floor. So a lot of my clients uh, in the studio have had, you know, potential hip and knee replacements and getting down on the floor is really hard to do. Plus loading that one side may be difficult also. So we will modify exercises and do them either in a sitting position or a standing position so that they don't have to get down on the floor. And the other bonus is if you're going into a studio, you can hop onto a reformer bed, which is lifted off the floor rather than having to hop down on the floor. So I think having that variability and that ability to change and modify exercises is so beneficial. And again, because we're working the full body, even if you've had a hip replacement, we still need to strengthen the core. We still need to work on balance. We still need to work on joint mobility. And that's where we can get all that through our Pilates exercises. Now, moving on from there, you guys always know too that Pilates can be done by anyone at any age. So that's the other real benefit of Pilates, adding it into your strength workouts, is it doesn't matter if you're 80 or if you're 18, you can still get benefits. And again, this is where that modifying of the exercises can add in. Once you start to learn how to connect to your abdominals and you get that core firing up, we can then add in all your normal basic exercises that you do at the gym. So whether or not, you know, that squats or lunges or lifting weights, but do it with that awareness of connecting to the core and connecting to that breath and realizing that each part of our body affects the other part. So if we are going into a squat position, but we are stiff through the upper back and one of our knees is dropping in, we're not going to get a lot of benefit from it. So if we can focus on getting that alignment and that's where building our body awareness comes in or our proprioception, and that comes from connecting to our body and focusing in on our alignment, then we will get more out of our exercises. Now, this is true for if you're in the gym and you're doing your squats, I'll have clients that, you know, they do a Pilates session with me and then they transfer what they do in Pilates, learning how to align their legs, engage their core into their deadlifts in the gym. So even when they're working in another setting, they still take that proprioception and work and connection from Pilates to their other strength training sessions as well. So I think that's another reason why Pilates is so amazing is the strength work and the alignment and body awareness work that you build in Pilates, you can take into the gym. You can take into your everyday life when you're bending over to empty the dishwasher, when you're having to pick your kids up off the floor All of these things have that flow on effect. So that strength that you build in Pilates flows on into everyday life.
And finally, I often think one of those, you know, almost missing links that we get from other uh, other forms of strength training is that we might only be focused on building strength. And in Pilates, we really focus on building our strength, but our mobility and our flexibility at the same time. So when you are doing a Pilates workout, you are building strength, you are improving your joint mobility, and you're also improving your flexibility. So that muscle movement and that movement of the fascia, and again, building that awareness into your exercises gives you so many more benefits than if we're only focusing on strength training. So we know to have a healthy joint, we need to have a combo. We need to have really good joint mobility, and then we need to have strength. If we have a joint that doesn't have good mobility, that only has a very small range, and it might be strong in that range, we know that when we go outside of that range, we're putting ourselves at risk of injury, which none of us want. It's never great and it takes a lot of time to recover from an injury and generally a lot of pain. So we can overcome that by working our joints full the full range. Now, I often like to use the bicep curl as an example here. So often you will see people doing a bicep curl, but they don't extend the arm all the way out and down. They just bend at the elbow, they come right in towards the shoulder, and then they might only extend the arm halfway out. And we're just only working in that really small range. Whereas in Pilates, we would fully extend the arm all the way down by our side, lift it up, lengthen out through the elbow, fold that hand in, and we'd be doing it with a type of resistance, whether or not it's a spring and a strap on the reformer or a TheraBand, or you could even use a hand weight. We do tend to work in that full range. On top of that, depending on the movements you're doing, we often in the same exercise incorporate strength and flexibility at the same time. So a great example of this is if you move into your plank position and then you press back into your downward dog, we're getting our plank position where we're getting full body strength through our upper body, our shoulders, our arms, our core, our glutes and legs. And then we're pressing back through to our downward dog where we're stretching that full back line of the body, releasing all that back line fascia from the feet right up to the top of the head as we move back into that downward dog. And so moving between those two positions, we get our strength work and our flexibility and mobility at the same time. So I think incorporating those types of movements where we're really trying to challenge our flexibility, mobility, but also strength is really important. And then finally, balance. Balance is a really big thing that we don't often think about until we start to lose it. So in, you know, the normal gym workout, you'll be working, you'll do your squats, you'll do your lunges, you'll have a little bit of challenge in that stability. But if we move into our Pilates studio, you know, or even at home, I will challenge you by, you know, working with a balance pad or we might roll up the edge of your mat. So again, the surface isn't flat. It's a bit squishy. It's a little bit unstable for those ankles. And so you've got to work a lot harder on your balance. We also may move to more single leg work, adding in calf rises. And this can be a little bit different to the sort of everyday general exercise that you may do in a gym. So I think having that dynamic, you know, changes in your exercises and that array of equipment that you use and whether or not that's in the Pilates studio or at home, and you can really utilize, you know, your bands, your Pilates balls, your hand weights, you know, all of those types of small props, you can really get that full body workout where you're addressing everything 
our stress, our mobility, our strength, our stability, our balance, and we can incorporate it into one exercise, which in the end saves us time, saves us money because we're not having to do five different things. We can get everything in out of that one Pilates workout. So I hope I've sold you on adding in Pilates to your regular strength routine. And if you haven't tried it, definitely give it a go. Or even, you know, if you go into class, talk to your instructor and say, oh, I just listened to the Mind Movement Health podcast. And she was talking about, you know, incorporating, you know, strength and mobility in the same exercises. Are there some that we can do? You know, can we focus on balance? So being able to communicate with your instructor is amazing. Or if you, you know, are working out at home, look for some workouts that you can do that. And inside the Mind Movement Health membership, that's what we have in there. So I I am very intentional about the workouts that I put in there because I want to give all our members full body workouts that work on all of these things. So it is that one stop shop workout that you can do in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be super long and you can still get a really great strength workout, but get all these other benefits that are layered on within the workout from doing Pilates. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're inspired to go out and do some Pilates. If you do do some Pilates, tag me on social at My Movement Health because I love to see you guys moving. And if you haven't signed up for our free fully charged challenge, then definitely sign up for that because that is going to be a fantastic five days. We kick off on the 15th of May and I can't wait to move with you all. We will have a Facebook group where we do lives. If you've joined it before, you know what it's like. Okay. I answer questions. You know, we really go through some fundamental things that don't take very long at all to really optimize your health. And it's one of my favorite things to do throughout the year. All right. I hope you guys have an amazing week and I'll see you again next week on the podcast. Thanks for listening into the podcast. Please hit subscribe to be updated for each time we release a new podcast.